Welcome to Art Ladders, The Creative Climb with Valerie Allen and Armin Mersman. This podcast is focused on interviews, features, and stories about art. It's for artists and art lovers. I'm Val. I'm the abstract artist in the group, joined by Armin, the realist. Welcome, dear listeners. Welcome back to Art Ladders. We're so happy you're here with us. I'm actually in Maine at the residency of Golden Apple Studio and Residency. They're also our sponsors. So I'm here with the owners of Littlefield Gallery, Jane and Kelly Littlefield. And they are out here on the Scootie Peninsula, started 14 years ago. And for you folks as reference, they're they're in the Acadia National Park. So, uh, Armin, you're back there in Michigan. How are you today? I'm back here in Michigan, yeah. Uh, I'm doing well. I've, uh, you know, went through the surgery and I'm huh? feeling pretty good. I'm pretty good now and, you know, ready to talk. We're ready to talk. Yes. So we're going to be here with Jane Kelly and also Shelly Stevens, director and artist at Golden Apple. And we're going to dive right into it. How does that sound, everyone? Sounds good. <laughs> All righty. So. Kelly and Jane, welcome, welcome. And Thanks. I have a few questions for you all. Great. Thanks um, for you bet. Um, the first, I'm really interested in hearing your decision to open this beautiful gallery. Hmm. Well, it, for us, we opened in 2008. So in the midst of the economic collapse oh. and uh, a wise decision. Hey, <laughs> And probably the driving force was similar to a lot of uh, people, the boomers. We were trying to figure out how to transition into retirement as much as anything, how to come out of a very bureaucratic 60-hour week, and what did the future look like? And we knew where we wanted to come to this area. We, We were familiar with it. We loved it. We vacationed here. And we had collected art, but we didn't... uh, we didn't have an academic background or a business background, certainly in galleries, but we had collected. And so we were in galleries and around artists for decades. And uh, so we made the leap of designing our future or designing our life going forward as much or more so than designing an, an actual gallery. Had we focused on that and the business, we probably would have been intimidated out of it. But it was simply uh, an act of going forward to uh, uh, have a transition life. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. That's my my recollection. Now, my wife... (laughs) That that, that is really true. And when Kelly uh, talked about not having a business background, then, of course, we didn't have an accountant or anything. I mean, we didn't have any need for an accountant. Mm-hmm. And so we went to this accountant, and the first question he asked us, so did you bring your business plan? And we both looked at each other like, what? <laughs> and and it's like, oh, we don't have a business plan. <laughs> and and uh, I thought he was probably going to call the person who had recommended 
him to us uh-huh. and say, who did you send them? You know, <laughs> then, uh, but it, it worked, it worked out okay. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, that business plan idea. Well, there, when we yeah. went to close on the house, uh-huh. then the um, our attorney is also used to play basketball for Kelly. And so he has quite a sense of humor. And we're sitting at the table at the bank to close on the house. And our attorney leaned into the table and said, and I'll also handle their bankruptcy. And, <laughs> and the woman at the bank just covered her ears like, oh, she had no sense. It was at that point in there. <laughs> yeah. and, and the vice president of the bank was also a former player. He found it somewhat funny, but his boss, not so much. <laughs> great. That is just great. So in those early years, I'm already starting to get a feel of uh the impromptu nature of the of the decision, which I love that type of decision. Do you recall some of your um, huge wins at the beginning or even challenges? Could I ask a question before you go on? Oh, you bet, Armin. Uh, Kelly, I think you alluded to that, that you went in there with kind of a kind of a naive situation to say, I'm going to go open a gallery. And uh, didn't have a didn't have some of the knowledge that you you that people think you should have. But I think so many people, when they if they go into it with this great plan, it scares them. It's just too much, you know, especially if if you're, you know, uh, middle-aged and things like that, and it's kind of a second career, and, oh, I'm not going to do all of that. It's crazy. I think, I think going into it the way you did, mm-hmm. I think I've, my whole art career I've done that but uh, uh, I, I think that was actually a, a, a smart way to do it in hindsight yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I say to people I mean we we bought the property in August of 08 the market hit its lowest point in March of 09 had we waited uh, less than six months to make the decision had we waited even a month or two we almost certainly would not have done it because we would have been too fearful mm-hmm. of the circumstances. And then it would have pushed forward maybe a year. And then who knows the direction things would have taken. So taking that leap and having a clear vision of what we wanted for a life. Mm-hmm. And then the other parts played into it. Uh, ah, yeah. I, I think you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good point. Very good point. We didn't know what we were getting into. So there was no uh oh, what if this happens? Because we didn't we had no background to to even come up with something. And for somebody who worries about everything, I couldn't worry about anything that I and it, which made me nervous. <laughs> yeah, no guts, no glory, right? Okay. There you go. That's right. Yeah. That is exactly right. So I do recall clearly what I think were the the biggest win or the biggest challenge in right out of the gate. Um, at the end of our first year, at the end of the summer, I remember standing outside and we were teaching. So we were going back to school in Labor Day, September, something like that, and saying to Jane, you know, we finished in the black by, you know, a dollar or two maybe. Mm-hmm. And But I was saying that Imagine if somebody said to you, you're going to have the summer on the coast of Maine with wonderful people uh, doing all these, you know, having people in all the time, enjoying the interactions. 
I mean, how much would you have paid for that? And right, and right. it's hard. You know, I, I really was in a position where I'm saying, you know, I don't know, it would have been thousands of dollars. Instead, they're paying us, you know. So one, I really had that conversation and that that thought that this was joyful. Now, the, the business part of it will play out. The experience will play out. But it was joyful. And then the challenge, the greatest challenge that I re- recall is that within the first five years, we were in transition. And we were here on weekends in May and September and full time in the summer. And it was that challenge of of being so eager to do something. I wanted to quit my job mm-hmm. that, that we were doing and get on with it. And and I was thinking about it all the time. I had drawings of what I wanted. The, the property had been condemned. There was no gallery. There was no landscaping. I had a picture of what I wanted to do. So I was I was pulled in that direction. But I wanted to finish the job I was in, which would ultimately take five years, mm-hmm. and, and stay focused and professional. And I, that was the biggest thing. Is that the closer I got, I remember counting down the last. But you don't want to count your life down. Right. Counting down those last two years, in a sense, mm-hmm. with that eagerness to go one place, but not wanting to. Um, you know, yes. Overrun the situation. So that that to me was. A hard that's the challenge, a hard uh, life experience right in there. Mm-hmm. But the joy of it, I, I remember telling people, I, I didn't know what the logistics of the time spent, uh, decisions on artists, uh, all of that. I didn't know how that would all play. We had a plan, and it was more or less within the aspect of the plan, but in no way, shape, or form by a million miles. Did I measure the joy of doing it? Uh-huh. And that has driven the, the enterprise, mm-hmm. you know, the, all the everything else, uh, success as it is, it, that enthusiasm, joy. Mm-hmm. Was, the joy. Yeah. And without, oh, without question, in fact, people that just showed up at uh-huh. the door where I left, that was Alita. Mm-hmm. And people, uh, she, they bring such humor and they don't, she's an, an old person who doesn't even know that she's uh-huh. great, that she has brought humor to us. Yes. And, uh, and it just, that's the thing. Everybody brings something to us as well. It's not that they just come here and, you know, we have everything. We have the art, we have, you know, Kelly's gardens and the, no, it's, we get it back tenfold. Oh, you know, and I remember uh, Shelly's here with us, too, when Shelly brought us over here last year. And it was an immediate uh, relationship built with just meeting you for what, 30 minutes? And, you know, I was just enthralled with coming into your home. Armin, do you remember that visit? Oh, of course I do. That's why yeah. we're here. I, uh, <laughs> I was quite amazed by the setting and the artwork that was in it and uh instantly i i felt that that you guys knew what you were doing mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm sorry i don't need to laugh <laughs> but you know th- these people know how to pick art they know how to pair art they know how to hang art you know i come from the museum business that's how i made my living for most of my life and uh you know 
uh, you know, sometimes if you worked in this business for a while, you, you you know, you look at the labels and see what they look like, you well, know, the, 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 I shouldn't, I, I probably shouldn't do that because, you know, but, you, you know, you've lived, I've lived a life as a curator and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I see those kinds of things and everything just fell into place. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what was most important to me was the artwork, and there were two wonderful artists there. But, mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah. but I was I was very impressed by just the nuances of of your your organizations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, and along that line, you know, this is our second round back in Maine for a bit in the summer. And Maine is so receptive to artists. Why is that? Why? What culture did that? Mm, How did that start? Well, I'm not sure. I mean, we've traveled to all the different states, but Uh you know, I don't know if I reflect on that or or see it in relation to other places. I don't really have enough experience, but certainly I understand that it feels like that's the case here, particularly on the coast of Maine. Yes, and I'm a you know, formerly a history teacher. And I think there's a, still a sense in Maine people, residents, that that this is a place for art, that, you know, there is, it's part of the heritage, part of the pride is that, you know, yeah, we always have artists come here and and it's something that happens. And and the artists come, I, uh, you know, for a variety of reasons, I'm sure. But I think there is that that culture, that heritage, that feeling that we welcome artists and they want to be here and the, the, you know, for the environment or for the for the support of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I do recognize it, it, you know, but I don't I'm not sure how to relate it to right, other places, right. but it does feel like that's the case. No, it definitely does. Definitely. We hear it from others who come from away, so uh-huh. it must be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're driving the curvy roads and you see gallery here, that you know, a lot of artists with their own working studios and galleries. Yeah, part part of what we wanted to do, the the most of the artwork or galleries are is it's clustered from Bar Harbor to Kittery down the coastline. And one thing we desired to do was to come to the rural area of Maine, past Ellsworth, twenty mm-hmm. and and do what we could to open a place that would be welcoming to people from the the kids uh, in the community mm-hmm. to the, to everybody and mm-hmm. uh, and it was very conscious about getting out here past the commercial zone where there are a lot of galleries and a lot of artists and opening it out opening the gallery out here people mm-hmm. found that but it was our way of giving back a little bit and, mm-hmm. and adding value uh, rather than taking the, the, it was almost felt like we were taking the commerce out if we were in the more, more um, you know, a tourist area, a large area down the coast. Mm-hmm. Here, it felt like we were giving something back or mm-hmm. contributing, mm-hmm. being part of something. So mm-hmm. it's very much our That's desire. Yeah. Definitely. Um, let's see here. So you, we're in your home and gallery right now. <laughs> you live here. And how does that play into it? You know, in the evenings, you go in there and do your laundry. Or the, no, I do it sometimes something. during the day, oh, Val. <laughs> well, oh. we even, you know, obviously we show there's artwork even over the washer and dryer. Yes. Then um, that's on the main floor. And we had a client here once. Uh, who uh, had to get his laundry done 
he was from away, had to get his laundry done and put back in the cottage the linens. And so he said, I need to get to Ellsworth and go to a laundromat because, of course, we don't have a laundromat here. So I insisted that he do his laundry here. <laughs> and so, so he um, he said, I can't do that. I said, yes. And I, the mother and me went out and got his laundry and put it in the, and I said, this is, now you just sit here until it's done and or go for a ride somewhere. But I want to be known as the only gallery that also does laundry. <laughs> Um, laundry and art yeah. <laughs> and sales. I think he wanted to be special. Yeah, yeah. 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 We, no, he was a good client. Yeah, he's in the office. We had a lady come in who had the, the ferry comes in down here, so people dock their boats, and oh. and she had fallen in the water oh. uh, up to her knees, and she was soaking wet. She was with friends or clients, mm -hmm. and she ended up drying her pants here in the dryer and Jane gave her a pair of sweatpants and and she was very you know appreciative otherwise you know they were going to the yacht club and all that and uh as they were leaving our friend said well you probably recognize so and so I, I don't so well she's been on NBC for you know 20 years or 30 <laughs> so you know people are you know, from all over the world, you know, falling in the water, oh, coming in, you know, you know. Hearing about your laundry. Yeah. <laughs> yes, very much. Yeah. I love that. But they come in and, and Jane is often cooking and, and they're, they're so impressed with the, you know, wonderful smells wafting. <laughs> He's being often, often a smoky sort of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the alarm goes yeah, off. Yeah. The alarm goes off. <laughs> yes. And they're like, upstairs. And yeah. it, I, I, early in the season, you have you have more energy and enthusiasm. Sure. And then toward the end of the season, you're, you're, you're fatigued in October. So you, they, people come in the house and they'll, early in the season, Jane will fall them upstairs and, and they'll be in a bedroom and, and hours and hours later, she hasn't let them out. And I'll go up and they have that look in their eye. They're, they, they, they're thinking, they're from Connecticut or somewhere and they're thinking, Oh my God! This is a Stephen King novel. She's not going to let us out. It's just this is we're not ever going to. They're going to find us in this. And then the end of the season, it's like, yeah, go ahead, whatever you know. So, <laughs> Don't let upstairs by yeah, yourself. It, yeah. Exactly. But it it is exactly what we designed. Our neighbors will say, "What are you doing?" I mean. You have people in your house five or six hours a day, every day. I mean, what they truly are perplexed by it, and our, probably our kids too. But this is what we wanted. Is that, and the people are coming in from all over the world, all over the country, with interesting jobs and lives, mm -hmm. and they're renewing. Uh, uh, it, it is exactly what we desire to have, is to have those relationships with people. Mm -hmm. They become friends. We have a overwhelming percentage of people that are return clients and they come in through the kitchen door it's, yeah. they're in your kitchen so it breaks down those inhibitions and it ends up being a great model for the business oh yeah it, it uh it, it, the the relationship piece of it and we don't have an enormous amount of walk-in traffic because obviously we're off the beaten track right. so it, it, so as Aaron was saying i mean if you tried to plan all that you wouldn't have. I mean, it, you have to be either vulnerable or relaxed about accepting who you are, having, or at least that's what happened. We had a general vision, mission statement, vision of what we wanted to be, but it was around that life and the joy in it mm -hmm. and the art added to it. And then things have 
layered in uh, over time. Mm-hmm. Did you look at it a little bit like we love art? We love artists and we want to be in that business. It's not so much about making a ton of money, but we just want to break even. Yeah. And see where it goes from that. Yeah, that, that was exactly right. We we had collected, we had a big home, cathedral ceilings, and we had we had hundreds of pieces of, of paintings almost entirely. And preceding 2008, what would happen is we would have people say, well, let's have the fundraiser at your house. Mm-hmm. Or our kids would invite their friends over. They were teens at the time. And they would come over. And you just found that it broke down inhibitions. It created conversation. It was fun for people to engage in. And we were having fun, having been in a very uh, challenging business. We would travel around the country, go to galleries and museums, and it was enjoyable. A different group of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, artists were very, because we were buying uh, as as collectors they we had a very friendly relationship and i, I always say to people so it it, it, it uh, the business was driven forward but it wasn't that we were more righteous about we don't care about profit it was just that we had a different we came into it at a different point in life when it wasn't that i, I remember thinking in 2008 and 9 we would go to other galleries and you could feel the angst oh you could feel the 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 Pressure. I mean, they had employees. They've got leases. They they were completely pressured by what was going on. And in our case, we were joyful and and enthusiastic and naive. And in doing so, it it, it ended up being a a great environment. And I think that getting through those first couple of years where people came in and it was a respite for them that. Uh, you know, I think that was a you know an early driving force. It it, it got us out of the gate, yes, in a in a very positive way. And you hear that from people all over and over again. We enjoy coming to the gallery. It, mm-hmm. It's we love the artwork, but there are a million galleries. But we enjoy coming there. The experience is relaxing. We can sense the love of the art, but it's not. Uh, too formal, obviously it's hanging in the bathroom, the washroom. It's not, it's not too formal or too pretentious in that way. Mm-hmm. But it, and people come in to have conversations about the art, disagree about it, tell us which ones they like and which ones they don't like and why, but not in a not in a critical way. In a if you say yeah, interested oh, in, yeah. In, and uh, they they want to talk about it. They want to be heard and and hear about it. So, so having it in the house, uh, having it in living in, here. In living. Well, one of my favorite lines is people who have never been here before and they come in through here and they, and they look around and go, is this your real kitchen? And people who know me know that I hate to cook, so why would you think there'd be dirty dishes? You, know, you might find wrappers from, you know, from takeout or something, but... Um, or a Chinese container, food container, mm-hmm. but uh, you know. So yes, this is our real kitchen. Like I'm just Susie homemaker. Yeah. And, but, no, I, I, I remember it. thinking that last year mm-hmm. when I was real. Is this their real? Home? Yeah, no, yeah. I have a Susie bake oven upstairs. <laughs> I say the same thing. Um, 
One of us is neat and the other one thinks she is. <laughs> that sounds a little like us, doesn't it? Sounds like us, doesn't it? It sure does. Uh, one more uh, uh, statement about your gallery that I noticed right away was it, it wasn't the type of gallery that most are where you see art hanging up and down in every little corner. It was curated. It was clean. And you could see the art because uh, you know you didn't have a cluster of stuff there. And it was almost like a museum experience to me to, mm-hmm. to see your gallery, you know, um, and that's very rare. So, you know, you, t- you know, sometimes people just want to put so much stuff in there, you know, it's kind of like throwing things against the wall. Maybe we'll sell that. It doesn't matter. The art doesn't relate to each other, really. And, uh, you know, you guys, uh, uh, it's just a wonderful experience coming there. And, uh you know, I think people should come out of the way, you know, our listeners and say, I got to go to this gallery because it is really different. It is really classy. Thank you. But I the credit goes to Kelly for for curating uh, because I would be arming one someone who like not not for the commerce part of it, but, you know, here's, I'm just not organized like that. My well, mind work that way at all. So that's why I do the behind the scenes thing, because if I were in charge of the aesthetics, then it would look like that, like, you know, five here, six here, picture. Of yeah, but you know, it's a team effort, right? Just like oh, no. the podcast, you know, there's certain things that I would be horrible at. And we wow. recognize this is what you're good at. And this is what you're good at. Yeah. You know, that's how we do this. It's a good balance. It really is. And, you know, you were speaking of aesthetics, you added a section and that's fairly recent, isn't it? That the addition here. We we had, we bought the home in 08. It had been condemned. Uh, it was built. The house was built in 1891. It was 1891. Yeah. So it's a, you know, it's a older New England home. It uh-huh. had a, originally had an Elma barn, but that had been. Uh, torn down. There was a trailer out where the current gallery is. Oh. They towed that away. The grandmother was storing garbage in the house. Oh, dear. Uh, so we built, the, there's a cement pad for the mobile home. We uh-huh. built on that structure 740 or 50 square feet, a long, narrow space, and then used the first and second floor of a you know, essentially a four square home, much like the one I grew up in with my grandmother. And and uh, so you've got that very uh, dichotomy of of the long, narrow, yes. open space and then the, the older uh, home. Uh-huh. So it, it it's set up for that. It, and, and it just blends. And then, the, of course, the beautiful shingles yeah. that are yeah. known for me. Yeah. Beach just, roses. And, yeah, oh, beach roses. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just wonderful. So I am going to ask you a little bit about energy, because you mentioned that, you know, you start out the season, you know, everybody's happy and then the energy wanes. But then you need to plan your seasons and keep energized through the winter. How does that routine, your winter, your transition time and energy level? For me, we were I I had coached. And so we'd have seasons. And I was very for thirty. I'd been involved for thirty years and play. So it was very uh, it had a very similar feel to it. You mm-hmm. you had the intensity of that four or five months, and then you had time 
the off season. So there was some of that that was familiar to me, mm-hmm. but in, in reality, the, the season, the, the, uh, May to October mm-hmm. works perfectly. And I'll speak for myself works perfectly for me because you, you're pouring your energies into it and you're pretty much spent as you get toward the end of this constant social interactions are, are fatiguing. It's not a physical job so much, mm-hmm. but it's, it's that interaction part. You do get fatigued. And then we have a real, again, a real dichotomy. Then the seven and a half months I walk in the woods, mm-hmm. um, you know, we see the grandchildren, but it's solitude. And uh, it is a different sort of life. And our neighbors and friends see it that way. It's, it's a little different. But the blend of that works perfectly for me. Now, the reality is that Jane works 12 months of the year in order to make the gallery work. And and for this to be really one of the, you know, we've been really well uh, thought of in the state mm-hmm. pleased to say that but mm-hmm. but the, it, there's an enormous amount of work that goes into that and that's what i call it uh, i i don't do it i hang the shows in the four or five months i meet people for four or five months but but the seven and a half months off from that is book work and contacting and marketing and every single day you know several hours a day mm-hmm. uh, she's working and that doesn't you, you know, you don't necessarily so much see that, but it's it's what makes this, you know, really a, a, quite a successful venture it, it, by most people's, you know, views. So, I think it comes back to the balance again, because I can do all the constant contacts of the website and all that I want. The bottom line is what people see if they came in here and it didn't look the way Kelly makes it look, then it would not be successful. And uh, so it's, it really is, it is a good back, down. Back to the team it, effort. Absolutely. It, it really is. And then, you know, you're doing all of these, the 12 month a year as you're doing that, because it's similar to, to our relationship, as a matter of fact, do you consider, he's saying you're working all the time. Is that really work for you or do you really enjoy it? Um, or not, or is it okay. just your- parts of it? Parts of it when it comes to getting it. I just want to be on record. She never complains. Oh. <laughs> never, ever. Okay, I love that. It's, you know, it, uh, one of the things that I really like it, like doing, putting together a concert, which is a giant emailing. Yeah. And, and uh, keeping the blood. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we always invariably get nice emails back from from people saying, "Oh, I love this. I love that," and um, and they're very complimentary. That part of it, it's fun, but doing the actual of it, it's fun. But it's like curating a show because it has to flow on the computer when people are looking at it. Um, but and then the other thing is when it comes to tax time, and I. Visit, and I and I have and Fred will call and say, so uh, your QuickBooks, I can see, were last done in March, <laughs> and it's now December, <laughs> and, you know, and so, so that, those are the things, and it's like, I know, but I haven't had, you know, uh-huh. yeah, to do right. that, but it, but one of the things that I think is important is that, of the 38 artists that we represent 
have been with us all 15 years. So having that, because it truly is about relationships Mm -hmm. and and Shelly's a perfect example of it. It really is about relationships Uh artists as well as um, the people who come back year after Uh year. So they know the artists. So um, people will call from California, from Florida, from Texas, or whatever. They've been here, and they and I saw this online. They they know the work, they know us, and they feel confident in saying, "What do you think?" Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do a lot of shipping. Is the bottom line? Ooh, that's, um, but I think it's the result of having this same. Uh, group of artists sure. where um, people just, they know who they like, mm-hmm. they know the work and uh, they know, and they get to meet the artists. Right. Um, years ago, a few years ago, we stopped doing it because it was just too, it was just too time consuming. Mm-hmm. We would um, have after a reception, then the following night, we would have a dinner mm-hmm. for the two um artists that were being featured Mm -hmm. and we would have an eclectic group sometimes Uh some neighbors sometimes collectors Mm -hmm. who collected these artists were just it it was it was just a uh and we'd have a nice dinner out there and Mm -hmm. I didn't cook but I guess that (laughs) that that probably was said earlier but I know people who can yeah and (laughs) um and and that was always that was fun and we still do it a couple of times, but not five times a year like we, but like we used to, because it just, um, it became just overwhelming just and it wasn't fun anymore. Oh. It wasn't a novelty. It right. was another, it was another thing right. to do. Artists are always saying, how do you approach galleries? Best practice to approach. Do you have words of wisdom for the artists? Artists, and maybe... Maybe not, but you maybe you do. Well, I I think it's a, a little bit of a challenge because we we have you have, galleries are different and yes. this is quite different. Yes, I would think. Yes, and it's so idiosyncratic. So we're here. It's very informal. People feel relaxed. Uh-huh. They feel uh, okay to come in and show you their work. Right. I try to be. So we should have more of a formal uh, approach oh. to it and mm-hmm. advice for artists if they were listening about you know how to do it. Yeah. But uh, I mean, partly for me, I have to see the work. I, I know mm-hmm. it's great to have it online, and, mm-hmm. you know, but I can't tell scale. We have a lot of sculpture. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work for me. But but the other thing is I try to be understanding. I, I think often oh. we go to galleries. And there's an abruptness, you know, they're busy. They have a business to run. There's a certain level of abruptness or formality that closes people out without being sensitive to how important this is to people Mm -hmm. and how passionate and loving they are of their work. And so I engage people in conversations and look at their work, but Mm -hmm. invariably because we're small, short season and small space, we can't, and because people stay. We don't take yes. on very many. And so I tell them very honestly up front uh-huh. and try to answer any questions or mm-hmm. give them advice on what they might want to do and try to help and coach them. Like but the coach, but yeah. it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't result in a, a lot of people coming in. It's probably not the norm. Uh, right. You know, as to, you know, I know Jane, Jane used to teach writing. 
Uh-huh. So she really cares about the uh, the uh, application or what uh-huh. you know, say, you know, the commas. Well, oh, oh, uh, yeah. here's the Semi- thing. And I, uh, that is true. That that um, I my suggestion would be Kelly's much more tolerant of people uh, just bringing their work in, uh-huh. and to me that I see that as just showing up at someone's house and saying. Well, what's for dinner? Oh, and yes. and expecting <laughs> expecting a meal to be there and a seat Good for them. Comparison. You know what I mean? So, but he is bless his heart. He's much more patient with that uh-huh. than I am. Uh, I prefer to get something in writing or an email. And if they started with "Hey there," I just hit delete. Because, <laughs> yeah. But it's but it's because I was in the teacher. Good stuff. Uh, then um, and while we were still teaching and had the gallery, then then the students <laughs> taught eighth grade and they'd be reading, and all of a sudden I'd be checking the gallery email and I just burst out laughing. And it got to the point that they knew that that it was someone that couldn't write okay. and had written to be in, uh, about uh, coming to the gallery. Okay. Oh, read it to us, Mrs. Littlefield. Tell us, tell us. <laughs> And I thought, well, this would be a good exercise. I could print it off and take out the name. And then, you know, here, would you not write this, please? But I think that presenting yourself uh, ahead of time and um, presenting yourself well and having someone, this is so, uh, you know, just idiosyncratic. It's idiosyncratic with me. I... I, I think have somebody proofread it first because this is your first introduction yeah. to uh, to these people that you maybe know, maybe don't know mm-hmm. us or whatever. So just just don't start it with hey there. Yeah. That's all. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's your, my advice because uh-huh, uh-huh. that has happened more than once. Yeah, to take it seriously, right? And we do. We get it inundated and you, with uh-huh. uh, with emails, which is. And it's hard to say, you know, well, you know, but I, but it's truthful that right now we're at capacity mm-hmm. and, but we will certainly keep your information on file and whether we do or we don't, right. but it all right. depends if they started with Hey there, then yeah, I want to get back to them, but um, the, it's uh, it's that's a difficult thing to do because, like Kelly said, it's so personal. Uh-huh. Um, and um, and then come to find out, we've had artists tell us, well, at least you got back to us, and mm-hmm. and uh, and even though it's two sentences and it's not like, oh yes, I bring your work <laughs> right over, they appreciate at least being you know the courtesy of getting back to them and. Um, so uh, I always do, even if even if it's somebody sends me something that their grandchild colored. Actually, I might like that because I love our own grandchildren's coloring. So, uh, <laughs> but oh, that's yeah. And yeah. I, yeah. You you had asked earlier about getting through the year and the energy and uh, and all. And I'll I'll tell you, for me, one of the things that happens. I mean, the relationships are great. That drives everything, but there. Largely, as we move through the year, the actual physical work energizes me. It's like Christmas. I mean, I think all the time, as I said earlier in the first year, it's like, well, boy, I can't believe they pay us to do this. 
The same thing is true of the work. We get one show out in the gallery. We have five, four week shows. Mm -hmm. You like the work, you put it up. And at the end of it, you get Christmas time, you get another set of work coming yeah. in. And that actual, those <laughs> actual pieces are energized. Yes. And they're different. And, and you're, you, you know, you might like one more than another or some more than this, mm -hmm. but, but it invariably mm -hmm. the actual art. So I still have that enthusiasm. I don't know if, if it were 12 months of the year, if I'd been doing this since I was 25 years old, but I, I'm brought up, you, you know, a new sculpture comes in and, and you, you're, you know, do I yeah. like it? Do I not like it? What do other people think? Just, I love it. I love this or the paintings. It, so this work get dry the actual mm -hmm. work drive energy mm -hmm. for me and you know you mentioned you were a coach mm -hmm. and so every new show is like a, yeah. a new game yeah. yeah so you would get energized yeah that's you know so i'm suited people ask how do you make transitions from uh -huh. one job to another or, mm -hmm. you know how did you know often we've got people coming in saying gee i wish we could find something to retire to and do yes. and and, yeah. and uh, but I was afraid to do it or you know and and, and Shelly and, and Gregor and that uh -huh. you know I didn't know if I had the skill set for it and I had you know we both had the skills that you would think were the important part of your past career um, mm -hmm. math and, and numbers and economic and all all this different. But, but oddly enough, it's it's something in your past mm -hmm. that drives you and I tell I still mentor. You know what are now thirty and forty year old students. Um, you know, believe in yourself. I mean, honesty. You're handling somebody else's money. Work mm -hmm. ethic. I mean, you mm -hmm. you got to outwork somebody. You know, you know, pride. Uh, those underlying uh, elements or attributes are are really key as mm -hmm. much as the some bureaucratic skill that you may have developed somewhere mm -hmm. else and enthusiasm. And that's what I used, you know, I used to say to students. It's true. I mean, we had a lack of knowledge, but we had a lot of enthusiasm. If and I'd rather have that. And in many ways, not having an academic background in some weird way was helpful to us because we weren't fatigued by it. everything was new. Everything is. I'm still interested today when people bring work in, mm -hmm. discussing it. We we engage clients in you know i don't think you see that so much in other galleries what do you think of it what you know what do you like this do you not like it and it opens up for them a sense of engagement they're not just walking through in a sterile environment thank you very much you know appreciate it we may or may not buy something it's like what do you think you know what do you, well i you know i don't know if i like the way she does this or not or maybe and uh that's you know, comes from our own curiosity right. and enthusiasm. And enthusiasm, absolutely. And our own experience, too, because uh, when, you know, having collected, and we worked summer jobs because we didn't want to give our three, well, they were children at the time, uh -huh. yeah. beanies every night. Yeah. So we couldn't justify buying art if we did, you know. Right. So we both had work during the summers. Mm -hmm. And um, the artists that, uh, that we have, we were fortunate that because we had been collecting, uh -huh. we were able to go to, we didn't have to start with uh, emerging artists. Right. We were able 
to start with Jim Linham, Fred Lynch, and uh, the Poolians or whatever. <laughs> Those are the, uh, and what happened is, oh, so-and-so showing with you? Well, sure, I'll show with you. So it really fed off each other. Uh-huh. So people were like, you have a new gallery, but you're showing uh, this one and that one. And, and, and people, so the artists themselves were rooting for us, mm-hmm. which was, which was quite helpful. Oh, you know, so that was good. You know, and speaking of Christmas, you have a new exhibit right now. Yay. Yes. And <laughs> we funny. have uh, Shelly Stevens here with us. And the other artist is Barbara Zucker. And wow. I, uh, you know, it fits in with your your plan because you've been connected with uh, Shelly, I know, for a while and probably Barbara in the same. Oh, yeah. Barbara's been with us for 15 years. 15 yeah. years. So, and Shelly, you're here. And are you you're excited about this current exhibit? I I'm am. Sure. I am very excited. And I'm very humbled to be uh, a part of this gallery experience um, because from the very first time I experienced Littlefield Gallery as a visitor, I thought to myself that this is what a gallery experience should be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a destination for many visitors uh, to Down East Maine. And it's because of Jane and Kelly's vision for themselves. Um, their artists, the vision for their artists, their clients, and also the visitors. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it encompasses everybody. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's getting emotional here right now, <laughs> which is which is the way it should be. It should yeah. be like that yeah. feel. You know, Armin, when you were talking about your uh, first visit, yours and Val's first visit um, to Littlefield mm-hmm. Gallery last summer, uh, it really reminded me of my first visit to Littlefield um, many years ago, shortly after they opened. And um, my husband, Greg, and I were about ready to open Golden Apple mm-hmm. Art Residency, and we were spending a lot more time in Maine. And in anticipation of opening Golden Apple, we were checking out galleries in the area in Down East Maine to recommend to our artists to visit. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, as an artist myself, I love to visit galleries and I love um, seeing the work of other artists. So that's always a, a fun, fun trip for me. And I don't, I don't necessarily remember the precise details of our first Littlefield visit, but I can say that I was struck by the experience, just like Val and, and Armin. It was warm, it was welcoming, and it was just pleasant all the way around. Jane and Kelly greet you <laughs> as if you were the very people they had hoped mm-hmm. to see that day. Absolutely. And that makes you feel so special. Mm-hmm. And um, as an artist, I was also struck at the, the sophistication and the quality of the art itself. Um, the manner in which it was hung or displayed. And I've seen Kelly working on hanging those shows. And it's he puts an incredible amount of um, thought 
into what that final exhibition is going to look like. And he is a pro and it's always well lit and it's always a delight. Um, also during that first visit, I was, I was struck by the variety of work that was available to view both in the main gallery and the two, um, the two floors of the, the home gallery. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that make Little feel so, so unique is that Jane and Kelly successfully walk the line between advocating for the artists they represent while also making the experience fun and interesting and very engaging to the visitor, Mm -hmm. whether it's a first-time visitor or whether it's a client who has been there dozens of times. Um, And one way they do this is, and I think that Kelly kind of spoke about this um, already, but it's one way they do this is by being very informed and knowledgeable, not just about the art on the walls, but about the artists mm-hmm. themselves mm-hmm. Um, that created that work. And as you said, this is because they have such close relationships with right. their artists. They're they're almost a friendships, actually. And mm-hmm. so Jane and Kelly, when you have a visitor come in, they're able to share anecdotes and backstories with the visitor about the artist's processes and the ideas behind the art. And they they have these little side discussions uh-huh. about a piece. Yeah. And this makes a visit to Littlefield a bit of a fun learning experience. Right. It is not the typical um, gallery experience mm-hmm. at all. It's mm-hmm. completely different mm-hmm. and very, very special. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's very kind. No. <laughs> it's the truth. It's it's the truth. Right, Aaron? Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, you got to be a mensch. And a lot of times you walk in the galleries and no matter if you're a mid-career artist or a starting artist, uh, sometimes they can be quite snobbish. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that that's just a turn off. I understand people, though. I mean, you have a gallery in downtown Grand Rapids and people are coming in there with their cell phones. Oh, well, here's my art. What do you think? And, you know, there's I mean, I teach my students a way to do it. And that has changed throughout the last 10 years, how you do it, how to approach a gallery, too. So uh, but, uh, you know, if you walk into a gallery and you have a pleasant experience, and, you know, and you do take those people serious. That is different than a lot of galleries. It really is. You know, I recently attended uh, uh, Chicago Expo, Atlanta Art Expo. And there are two schools of thoughts there for the different galleries that were being represented. One was where you would walk into the gallery and nobody would talk to you at all. It was very hands off. And. And then you would walk into another gallery, a little more, definitely more approachable. They would talk to you. And then there's the hard sell gallery where they're 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 lording over you. They have a red dog on their finger following you around. That actually happened to us one. <laughs> so it is a fine line. And with the different generations, you know, we've got the boomers, millennials, Gen Z. There's different approaches. Hmm. And, and so I think 
you both can change and adapt years coming from the education mm-hmm. world and working with all different ages yeah. to make that person feel comfortable. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. a, that's a big yeah. Yeah. that's thing. it's always fun for us when we get kids we yes. had a young girl in yesterday she was probably 12, I don't know 12 years old really interested in the uh, work uh we had four little girls in from ages 5 to 10 the day before and they were enthusiastic it's fun to have kids in assuming they're well behaved or, right. or perfect like our grandchildren <laughs> so whatever the standard and, but also to develop client, you know, we, we tend to be in a business where it's the boomer, you know, our age group sure. coming in. So to have clients that are now in their 30s, 40s, which were former students, it's really energizing to we have three or four good clients now that are in their 30s. We know their parents <laughs> or grandparents. <I'm> <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, and they're, you know, they're emerging into that. And you remember that feeling mm-hmm. of, of how exciting it is to buy your first piece or to get a big piece for your home, new home or the, and, and for them to and also to see the work through their eyes. Right. I mean, they're they're a different generation of yes. screens and they see work differently. Mm-hmm. And in, and uh, so I'm always it 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 brightens my day to have mm-hmm. young folks. So it's yeah. <laughs> and people send us uh, so many times after they buy a piece or two, when they send us pictures of it hanging in their home, we want you to see where we hung it and all that. And that happens a lot. And that means so much to us that um, people are still sharing it with us. There are also times where people having collected and that hard sell you were talking about or whatever. I've actually talked people or not, it didn't happen, but told people, if you're not in love with it, are you going, oh, my gosh, I don't know. I don't know. And and it's like, then don't buy it. Mm-hmm. Seriously. I mean, wait, think about it overnight. Mm-hmm. But what if some of them, I'll put it upstairs. You know, it's like, <laughs> don't worry about it. But I never, ever want somebody to take something home because they felt pressured because oh. they'll, they'll take it home. They'll look at it and they'll go, that damn Jane little <laughs> She talked me into buying this. And I uh, know, and I don't have the self-esteem for that. So, um, so I, I, I want people to think about it because it's not like buying, you know, well, Jiffy or skip. Although right. I have a hard time making a decision even over peanut butter. So. Um, but it's- oh. Can I say a little more about the show that we're going to have with Yes, Marvin, please Shelley. do. Yeah, yes, yeah. I, hear. I, I want people to uh, appreciate my uh, challenges. No. <laughs> the, for 10 years, we had single person shows out in the gallery and it was about 20 pieces. And uh, it, part of it is to satisfy our own interest and desires. I liked mm-hmm. doing that. Then during COVID, we had clustered shows out there, small mm-hmm. pieces, many pieces, and we kept the we kept the work out there and people didn't come into the house as much. And we survived that year. Mm-hmm. In the last three years, we've had essentially two person in mm-hmm. terms of painters and then uh, some sculptural pieces. And and the challenge for me, that's what I want people to understand. <laughs> yes, yes. The, the challenge for me is to put people work together. Uh, And and I started out, it was so much visual. You know, I thought 
there had to be a color relationship or some something. And then, but but even when you're familiar with the work, it's when it gets there, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't end up being exactly what your mind remembers as. Uh-huh. But what I desired to do in the end was over three years now, is to put work together that I I think has some linkage to it mm. and to be a little bit less concerned about the visual imagery mm-hmm. because the long, narrow gallery separates the work out. Yes. As long as you can make transitions on the end reasonably, mm-hmm. it can sit in the room together. And so what, uh, so for instance, this show right now that we have with uh, Victor Legier and Bill Baggett, Victor's very precise uh, 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 landscapes, intensely painted with a lot of light. You would think that would be your your standard landscape, but it's so precise that it's surreal. The light is so intense. And Bill Baggett's abstractions are are very subtle. And you'd think the abstractions would be funky. And and so so what I wanted to create was sort of an uh, a juxtaposition again mm-hmm. that the people coming in would would sort of notice that and and talk about it and and say well and what they end up doing saying well I like this guy's work or you know more than that and it, it gets them to engage the work mm-hmm. and think about their own interests so it's really worked out pretty well so with with Barbara and and Shelley uh-huh. I. You know, and again, a lot of this is in my own mind. So, you know, who knows? Uh, the, the, I see an element of uh, metaphor or allegory in the work. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. So, and that's about, so and, true. And I'm excited to put that together. And, you know, we'll see. There's risk. I don't know. We'll see how it works out. But that I have a, I do have an idea. <laughs> no. And it, it allows you to have conversations with people about yes. what that means. Mm-hmm. They may they may like it or appreciate it or not, but it, but it, the, the two together give it isn't ten clustered. Mm-hmm. It's two, and it gives them a, a chance to sort of organize their mind and yet have questions. Right, Compare and Kelly, uh, uh, Barbara, she both, but both artists share that cerebral approach mm-hmm. to what they do, and like Kelly said, that allegorical uh, element to it. Um, which of course I love, uh-huh. and um, but they're two, they're different enough, certainly. But they're but coming together, they they've taken subject matters, and mm-hmm. this is how Barbara interprets her feelings, her story, mm-hmm. and how Shelley's story presents mm-hmm. itself on the canvas, and and to me that's that's fascinating that just the art itself absolutely i love that and it does start conversations it which does. is what it's all yeah. about yeah. with art is the uh, barbara's work uh these shapes on the wall kinds of things uh just they're more abstract they're like these shapes open shapes on walls kind of or i might have her mixed up with no something. not necessarily uh they're they're Seascapes and and I have a different person in mind then. And she's a woman who has lived here over on in Korea for over fifty five years. Okay, and has a long uh, career. She's out of Philadelphia, but lives here. And uh, Uh um, yeah, I I won't try to explain. No, no metaphor allegory. I had somebody else in mind. Name is also that, but um, actually a New York artist. But um, yeah. 
Excellent. Well, Armin, uh, you're out there in Michigan. Do you have any burning questions right now? No, I think everything was answered. And, and, uh, you know, I I like the way you talk about, you know, how you treat your customers and artists and, uh, and the proofs in the pudding. You walk into that gallery and you know, this is great art and uh, this is a great space. And, uh, I can spend a half hour over here looking at, you know, which I did. I I don't remember the artists that did them, the kind of montage work. Mm-hmm. I, do you remember yeah. the artist name, Val? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we, yeah, we have we have a lot of different textures. All right? I think people leave the gallery saying that. Yes. Part of it is because I suspect, I don't know, that we have several or we have a number of small uh, sculptural pieces. Mm-hmm. And wall pieces that are texture, and it gives people the impression that there's even more than there really is. I think somehow it's because mm-hmm. they're there. We have several collage artists, and so that that different texture seems to resonate or, or feel like there's a lot more going on yes. than even that there is. That's true. And yeah. Shelly, you built up a body of work for the exhibit, yeah, and uh. Lots to say there, I'm sure about We are very excited about that. that. Yes. Yeah. Any key words, key thoughts? You were working back there in Michigan then on mm-hmm. these, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This the series work is titled Duets. Mm-hmm. And um it um it contains 18 paintings in the series, and they were created specifically for, for Littlefield. And um, it's um, a a change for me because in Michigan, Val and Armin, you know that I'm mostly known as a large scale figurative painter. Yes, you are. But um, there's not a there's not a figure in any of these. And um, I'm letting nature uh, be my subject matter. And nature is kind of doing the talking. Mm -hmm. Um, And that came about as. Um, the pandemic presented itself and we found ourselves in isolation, right? Spending a lot of solitary time together mm-hmm. uh, or alone, I should say. And um, I did not have um, access to models. And mm-hmm. so I needed to find a different subject matter mm-hmm. to, to convey my thoughts and um, nature stepped up. Mm-hmm. Nature stepped up and Beautifully. I, yeah, yeah, and did not let me down. And so, uh, yeah, I I looked to nature's vignettes and saw that they had, um, they could symbolize or um, they could substitute for the human figure mm-hmm. in so many yes. ways and it's about relationships and which I refer to as duets, but it has to do actually with human relationships. Mm-hmm. So wonderful. Yeah. We're, we're, we've always been excited to have a relationship with Greg and Shelley because we have hold them in such high regard. Now that That's may sound fine. like self-serving, <laughs> but, but it's true when you're out here past the commercial zone, art is still important. And it's, but there's less formal organizations or things tied. It, it's much more independent and you find each other and you, you come together in a less formal way. And we were always interested when we were collecting in the mid eighties and the early eighties and on, we'd ask artists, you know, what, what's it about to be a main artist or how does, 
And often, and we've dealt with a lot of abstract art, and they would say, well, it's not really about an artistic style. It's not about being in New York and, and having a style. Mm-hmm. We People tend to come together over a lifestyle. And I think that is true out here in, in our case. It, it's the people have very different imagery and a process and, and background, but they they are they have a, a certain personality. I, when I look around the room and see the different, you know, the, this, mm-hmm. these artists take their work seriously, but they don't take themselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. They're not driven by the commerce as much as just doing creation and, and having a joy mm-hmm. and enthusiasm for it. So in Shelly and Gray's case, they built that business as we have mm-hmm. from the ground up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I say it to them and I mm-hmm. say it to everybody. I have tremendous respect for And So, yes. I mean, I, I wanted to say that, but that's, it's, it's absolutely, that's, you know, yeah. the case. Uh, oh, we we have clients here, so I'm going to excuse myself. <laughs> And we really do uh, need to uh, talk about the exhibit open on July 17th, and you have a reception coming up, James. Yes, yeah, so, the 22nd. So we'll take uh, just a couple of minutes at July 22nd, 4 to 6. 4 to 6, and we and uh, we have a wonderful caterer. Oh, actually, I was going to make all the food myself. I, <laughs> actually, I used to, and Kelly for years said to Please don't. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, great, uh, great time coming up. Yeah, yeah, that's so exciting. And and people are excited about this upcoming show. Very yeah. excited. And we'll put all that in the show notes. And the easiest way uh, to remember, uh, Littlefield Gallery is located in Winter Harbor, Maine. And you're in the uh, Acadia National. Yes, the, the across the, the part of the system. That's uh-huh. right. Then people don't think of Scudic as being part of Acadia, uh-huh. but it is. We're just across Frenchman Bay Frenchman and the Bay. islands that go from this side over to Mount Desert Island. Then they're referred to. Some people refer to them as the stepping stones mm-hmm. from one side to the other, and it's. Mm. Um, and, it, and people come over from Bar Harbor is very, very crowded. And they come over <laughs> here and say, well, this is the quiet side. Right. And it's absolutely beautiful. It and, and it's not it's not crowded. Uh-huh. And, and um, we're really that appeals to us, too. It's very, very beautiful. So we'll put all that in the show notes, everyone. And. Gosh, we appreciate all of our listeners out there. A lot of you now are repeat listeners. It pops up on your Tuesdays. That's so helpful. Uh, Armin, you probably have a closing thought for the listeners and for the guests here, which we thank you. Um, you know, with the exception of, you know, see the show, I'm looking at your website right now, Littlefield. Uh-huh. And so I was able to see Barbara's work too, and they seem to work together really well. Uh, I think this is an exciting show for you guys, and thank you for giving information to our, you know, our artists or that a little bit how to get into a gallery. That's very important too. I, I think there's not enough information on that, and I think you know, I believe you uh, opened some eyes on here, and uh, it's it's, a, it's just a a great place, Littlefield. So it's just you know. You know 
I'm I'm repeating myself here, but you know, I I remember that last year walking in and just being well worth well worth the trip, well worth the search. All right, listeners, enjoy this episode, and we'll be back with you next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening. You can find our past and future episodes at anchor.fm, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. Be sure to follow us on our Facebook page, Art Ladders, The Creative Climb with Valerie Allen and Armin Mersman. Special thanks to our producer, Taylor Kramer of Cold Shower Media. And check out our websites, ValerieAllenArt.com, ArminMersman.com. Stay creative, stay curious, and we'll see you next time.